Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will, Will and Grace and, Grace and, and vodka. vodka. Cheers. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah. David, start! I did, I did. I started recording. <laughs> I hit record. <laughs> Before we start saying anything about sadness. No, I don't want to be sad. Uh, oh, you're not I'm sad. I'm sad so much in the normal world. Hi! Uh, hi! <laughs> oh, how I've missed you. Oh, I've missed you so much. How'd you spend your summer break? On my summer vacation, I <laughs> saw your face, which was a delight. You saw my face for the first time in almost two years. And that was the best weekend of our lives? It was... How do we describe this? Okay, so best friends haven't been together, haven't been in our city together in so long. You know, so you've long. been in a pandemic too. And uh, it's just, it had been so long. It's early August. The weather is perfect. It is hot, but the weather is perfect. Friends are about, there's a beach to enjoy. There's drinks to be drunk. There's a There's a deck to sit on. And it was magic. It was magic. We cried. We cried. We did. I you picked did. him up at the airport at O'Hare. You're welcome. At O'Hare Airport. She drove to O'Hare Airport. <laughs> I name. sat in that cell phone lot and yeah. he got in the car and, and we cried. <laughs> yeah. 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 We did. We did. It was great. And we drove straight to our favorite bar. <laughs> yes, we did. And we began to drink. Um, and we did not stop until I left three days later. Um... Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> so I did that. Uh, my book comes out in two weeks yes. on the 17th so book number two is happening uh let's see i wedding season is happening somehow again you oh, are wedding your little took us off i am wedded it's taking me a little while to get my wedding legs back mm -hmm, um, but you're killing it. i am exhausted <laughs> all the time <laughs> fair i mean it's great because you go you know you get used to not doing something for so long and then and I'm so grateful for it. Like, I'm not complaining at all. It's just taking me, my body, physically, a while to get back to it. So It's been so long since we went about our lives normally yeah. that, like, our now normal lives make us exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Especially with a job where you're on your feet for nigh on 10 hours and Indeed. hauling boxes places and walking all the way the fuck out to Promontory Point. Come on. Tell Come on. Much. How did you spend your summer vacation, David? Um, I saw your face. I, let's see, what did I do? What all did I get up to? I read a very long book. It took did you me many months. Did you finish it? I finished it. Yeah, oh, I finished you it last finished weekend. finished it? Oh, good for you. Yeah, I read The Stand by Stephen King. Um, long. And by the end, it was more just to prove to myself that I could. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's why I read Infinite Jest once. To, oh, God. Yes, I remember. Which, don't do that. It's terrible and dumb. Don't read Infinite Jest. Don't read Infinite Jest. You're not dating him anymore. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to impress him. Don't do that to yourself. Um, read Infinite Jest. Traveled to Chicago and Michigan to see my family. Um, yeah, basically just like sat around being a hot vaccinated bitch. Yeah, that's right. Everybody vaxxed out there. Hope you are. Yeah, get it together. Um, anyway, welcome to season eight of Holy Will and Grace and Vodka. The is final season the of the show. 
season. Yeah. It's, it's the last this season. This is it. This is the last season. We decided long ago that we weren't going to do the new episodes because that would be another like four years. And that was a lot for us to think about. We did that already. Yes. We did those. You um, can go check out our chasers. Yeah. Um, so this is it. This is the last 24 plus episodes that you're getting from us. We have some exciting things in store. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that what plus. For that plus. Yeah, keep an eye out. There's some uh, pretty cool stuff coming down the pike. If you've enjoyed us for these last seven seasons and plan on enjoying us a little more, um, we're going to be around for some more months. And if you joined us on Patreon and gave us a dollar or two a month, we would really appreciate it. It's patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka. And that's it. Hot damn. Hot damn. Eighth, Eighth season, David. Eight. 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 Eleventh, if you really go there. Yeah. Took me a while to do that math in my head. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so, shall we kick it off? We shall. And a happy anniversary, David. Oh my god, happy anniversary. Oh, what are you drinking? I am drinking a martini. Oh. Uh, in these love... cute new glasses that we got in Goshen, Indiana at a cute little um, vintage store called Found. Adorable. I love that. It's a very tasty looking martini tea. I am having <laughs> um, I'm having a hard seltzer, um, which is my want. Um, but this time it is not a truly and it is not a white claw. It is a Tepo Chico brand Delish. hard seltzer. This is exotic pineapple. Oh. <gasps> I love a pineapple hard seltzer. I do. Pineapple. Um, It is delicious. I love it. It is the exact right amount of alcohol for me because I'm a little baby when it comes to alcohol. Um, (laughs) And they are so tasty and delicious. You should all go buy them. Um, White Claw Who. These are so much more delicious. Wow. I just burped off mic. You did. I heard it. (sighs) Okay, so that's what we're drinking. I'm so glad we're back. I'm just, I missed you so much. I'm so glad we're back. It's so nice to be here. It's so nice to like be on this call with you Mm -hmm. talking and like, like watching the episode earlier and preparing and thinking about my notes and thinking my, thinking my things that I wanted to talk about was just like, oh my God, so fun. Missed it so much. Really, really excited to be here. Me too. And with that, our last first episode of the season (gasps) is Alive and Shticking. Uh, original air date, September 29th, 2005. Directed by James Burroughs. Written by Bill Rubel. Very obvi- obviously written by Bill Rubel. <laughs> We've got those long scenes. And the shtickety, shtick, shtick, shtick jokes. Shtick. So much so that they, it, they put it in the title. Yep. Uh, the Hulu Vidya summary is Grace contemplates an affair with a married man, Eric Stoltz. Jack begins his new career as a talk show host, and Will continues to hide from Karen the fact that Stan is alive for once. We went through all the characters. All the characters are mentioned. So yeah. that's a good job. And we're, and we're almost there on the plot. Almost. almost. So close. David, tell me trivia. Um, okay. So actress Megan Mullally injured her knee shortly be- before the season premiere while dancing at home, according to Wikia, and was unable to is walk without crutches. I don't know. Do I want oh. it to be? I do. 
Um, I don't know about the injured at home part, but I also read elsewhere that she it was her foot that was injured. Yeah. And um, it is a real injury because she's on crutches for the ending when they bow. And her oh. foot's wrapped. Also, it's a live show. It's a live oh, yeah. show. Like, well, we get into um, that in the trivia. Right. Um, uh, but because her part in the episode was so important, the producers decided at the last hour to put her in a cast and a motorized scooter with the excuse that Karen Walker just had surgery to separate her webbed toes, which is hysterical. That's so funny. Um, do, you, do, do we want to alternate now or do you want to take Wikia at the end? I'll take Wiki at the end. Okay. Uh, two different versions of this episode aired, one for each coast slash time zone with uh, subtle differences. Uh, it was a live aired episode. Um, and because this was shot live, stage directions can sometimes be heard, such as Alec Baldwin being cued to enter the apartment in the 14th minute in this indicated version. And especially in minute 19, probably director Jim Brooks cueing Deborah Messing go to enter the living room. I totally heard the go. Did you hear the go? I did not hear the go. I absolutely heard it, and it makes me so happy to see it now in the trivia because I was like, oh, my God, that was someone cueing someone. I also, there's a couple boom mics. Um, it's really fun. It's a really fun It one. was so fun. Yeah. So shall you tell us the wikia? I shall tell you the wikia. Uh, in this episode, Jack confesses that he had never cheated. However, in the episode FYI, I Heart 2, he admits that he and Stuart broke up because he cheated on Stuart, but he could have been lying. So... Wikia, uh, calm down. He also lies about it in this episode. He's like, yeah, I yeah. do it all the time. Yeah, I'm embarrassed totally that you even asked yeah. me. So this is a dumb piece of trivia, Wikia. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Grace states that they scattered a trash bag of Stan's ashes. In 24, Stan's ashes were shown to be in two large popcorn drums. Maybe, though, they were that. in trash bags in the popcorn drums. Maybe. 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 Yeah, but we, but we're, we've identified a, a continuity issue. Yes. I yes. think is what we're really getting at here. Okay. Yeah. David, were there any people of color in this episode? There were not, excluding Rosario. I mean, it was pretty much a bottle episode. It's only in the apartment in the hallway, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's live, so it was like on the set of a play, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, really fun episode. Very excited to get into it. Me too. I have very few problems with this episode also, which is like. I have no problems with this episode. I very much I, enjoyed it. Same. I'm like. Thank you. And it, did you read it all on the Wikipedia page about this episode? Not really. It has a long Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There was... So Alec Baldwin won, a, won an Emmy for this episode. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And um, the critical reception was really wobbly. was really uneven. Like, sure. m- most... Like, a couple of different people different reviews were like yeah there's still a little gas left in the tank and then a bunch of reviewers were like this show should be over this like this is not this is no longer the golden age of will and grace um uh this live episode stunt is not fun and i utterly disagree yeah i like i love i felt very like carol burnett vibes with with the cracking up like loved it. I had a great time. I thought the jokes were all really good. I thought like, okay, it's a stunt. Television itself is a stunt. Who cares? Get over yourself. Who cares? Shut up. Literally, who cares who about cares? stunts? You know Comparing what else was on that, at this time? Fucking, uh, you know, Flava Flav's uh, love show, reality show. Like, and, and calm down. Yeah. This was great. And like fear factor. So like, yeah. shut up. Also like comparing the like, 
quote unquote stunts of 2005 to what today is considered a stunt, it's like, please. Right. This is right. good. This is also, good. This is good television. Shut up. I was going to say this later in the episode, but can we just like look at these actors doing their thing? I mean, yeah, Deborah and Sean both crack. Like they break several times and it's very but funny. But they come back. But, but number one, Jack or Sean is a consummate professional when Deborah is like fighting through it and he's like, okay, but tell me about this though. And and she does. She snaps right back into it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So they're really there for each other. We get to see that. We also get to see that they're just like consummately professional, especially Megan Mullally. Like oh. it was truly incredible to watch them work completely live. I mean, we got to see them live a couple years ago, but like just to watch them work in this show live and to perform the stunts, to perform the jokes in the time, like it really is incredible that when they do shoot the show, they very rarely need a second take. I love watching actors act. Yes. Like, damn. Damn. Yeah. It was so satisfying to watch. It really was, especially Megan. Oh, God, she's good. I mean, clearly a theater actor. Yes. Clearly, you know. Well, okay, with that, shall we dive in to the last first episode of the season? Let's do. We open from a wide angle of the set mm. of the apartment. You yes. can see the boom mics and the cameras, and they sort of zoom in on Grace, who's did on the phone. Did that give you some fluttery feelings? It, it totally did. Feelings. And like the last shot, too, where they pan out yes, over the audience. I was like, oh, wait, that's see... right where we sat. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Grace is on the phone. And Wearing this very fetching glittery top that I liked a lot. Very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Um, and her hair looked amazing. Yep. Um, and so she's on the phone with Tom, and she's, like, very giggly and, like, talking about how much fun they had. And, like, there's some sex jokes and whatever. And um, Will, she's telling Tom to stop it. Stop calling. Right. We don't want this. Right, right. So Will comes in, he has huge news. And Grace is fully <laughs> guilty at him. She's throwing all of her guilt on him. And he tells her that Stan is not dead. Malcolm works for Big Brother, and they go into a whole run about Big Brother the show or Big Brother government. And it's We're sticking. We're, we're sticking. We are very st- sticking. Mm-hmm. Uh he, they staged Stan's death because he was in trouble with the mob. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Uh, but probably Stan's fault for getting involved with the mob in the first place. So Yeah, try not to do that. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Uh, and Will's like, I quit the whole thing. It didn't make sense. Like Tom Cruise's marriage contracts, uh, which is a <laughs> very, very timely, jokes. timely. Yes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and Grace is like, well, how does Karen feel? And Will's like, I haven't told her. You have to keep it a secret. And of course, Grace is terrible at secrets. And we know this, but she tries to promise anyway. Yeah. Valiantly. Um, uh, so enters Jack with my joke of the episode. Which is? So he enters and he has a a uh, eye patch over uh-huh. his his right eye. And he's looking at Will and Grace standing together. And Will, from Jack's perspective, is on the left and Grace is on the right. 
That's so good. And Jack enters and he goes, hi, Will. Where's Grace? (laughs) 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 Got me good. I mean, lots of things in this episode got me good, but that like really set the tone for like, oh, I'm going to laugh loud, aren't I? (laughs) I laughed out loud at this episode. I mean, it's been a while, but like, I think I laughed out loud more at this episode than I did in any episode in season seven. It's been a while since I've I, laughed this much at the episode. L-O-L'd. Mm-hmm. And there is a joke later that's not that funny. Like, probably. I mean, it's funny, but it's not like Carolyn, really. But it's my joke of the episode. And we'll get and there. And part of it is that it's delivered live. And yes. the sticking the is sticking. so alive and yummy. Sticking. It's such a perfect, perfect episode title, too. Yeah. Um, it really is. So, Jack says, you know, there was this fiasco at the premiere of Jack Talk. I tripped going onto the stage and knocked over lights and it set the whole set on fire. And they're at the celebration that no one died, glitter got in my eye. Right. I so singed, that's why. He, I, I see there's a whole no, no, singed, no, that's, singed that's thing. That's later. Oh, it's later? Yeah. Oh, great. Um, so, uh. He asks Grace about Tom, and Grace immediately says, Stan's alive! Will saw him! <laughs> <laughs> and, and Will gets a spec take. Oh, and it's good. It's so good. It, the it's... timing, I have to tell you, the first time I watched it, uh, that first scene, I did not realize it was live. Oh, you didn't? Like, it didn't occur to because I, I, I took my my show notes that I send to you, I took mm-hmm. those yesterday and like, you know, they immediately left my brain. And so when I clicked play today, I did not realize or remember that this was a fully live episode. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when they started breaking, I realized, oh, right, oh, right, 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 right. right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's how good they are. That's how good they are at their jobs and how it's... seamless they got after eight seasons. Yeah. And how well they know one another and like yes. how well they can like uh, make the back and forth work. Um, so uh, we go out into the hallway. Um, oh, is it, does this happen in the hallway? I don't know. I mean, most of the scene takes place in the hallway, not all of it. The, so the first part takes place back inside. So yeah, in um, apartment slash hallway, you see. Oh, oh, I see. I see. I didn't read. I didn't read. I don't pay attention. I didn't I read. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so Will is explaining to Jack that it is true that Stan is alive and uh, who should arrive but Malcolm, played by Alc Baldwin. Um, and he comes in and he's holding a bag and we're unclear on what's in there yet but uh um basically he's there to keep will quiet right and so will pulls him out to the hallway and is like okay we're gonna talk about this um what you doing burping oh um (laughs) (laughs) great (laughs) um so will pulls malcolm out into the hallway um uh, or vice versa, Malcolm pulls Will, whichever. Um, and basically, Malcolm is like, look, you cannot tell anybody about this uh, because Stan could be murdered. 
He could be assassinated. And so, so could he. Anyone who knows. Right, right. Could be assassinated. It turns out in the bag is some ice cream sandwiches that they need to get into the freezer right away. <laughs> who shows up without a gift? What am I? Right. I wouldn't be rude. Um, and the elevator door opens, and it's Karen and Rosario. Ding, 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 ding. <gasps> is it okay. the same? Tell us. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, tell oh, me. Oh, tell me everything. I thought we were having one of those moments. <sighs> okay. We will. We'll get there. But. I'm sure we will. Uh-huh. Um, so it is not just the scooter. Mm-hmm. It is specifically, specifically. Pacifically. The champagne ice bucket on the front of the scooter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for pointing this out. It is it critical. Is, I didn't notice it until like the second scene. And then I was like, Oh my God. They, first of all, on short notice, had to get a scooter and rewrite things for Megan. And she had to learn how to use it flawlessly. Flawlessly. Uh And then they had to like be like, what would Karen have on the front of this scooter? Oh, it's a basket because it probably came with a basket. And they're like, no, 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 no. Change it to an ice bucket, put a bottle in it call it a day i mean brilliant it's it is it is a detail that could so easily have not been there and no one would care or notice but it's but it something was. that prop masters were like we got to do something for karen yeah and like so i'm reading these books called the untold stories of broadway um from this like broadway insider who interviewed a ton of people who work on broadway not just the actors but like the stage hands and the prop people and the hair people and it just reminds me of how unbelievable crew is at their jobs mm-hmm. like because props people do not get the credit they deserve i don't think because when a character in a thing anything is reading something on stage or doing something on stage that prop master is like carefully making those letters or or books or Mm -hmm. like thinking to themselves what needs to go on the front of the scooter like it just shout out to crew everywhere is what i'm saying amen all of it is so curated very carefully and like and uh with such like it, it is such a skill and you're right it is so overlooked I'm glad you said something. Love you, crew. I know you're Love out you. there. You stagehands and you beautiful, you know, props masters and hair people and all of you. So, Karen arrives. Karen arrives. There she is and, with her ice bucket and her scooter. And to create a diversion, Malcolm <laughs> says, quick, pretend I'm your boyfriend and kisses him. And... Uh, perhaps because the crowd was going wild for either Megan's entrance or Rosario's entrance or the kiss it's all or whatever, the crowd is going wild and Megan just pauses yes. a little too long. She's and a stage actor. <laughs> she is a fucking star. It is so funny and like it's just a sight gag and it's just a gay kiss and it's not like it's 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 like not funny on paper but my god the it the moment is magical like it's so funny um anyway uh karen 
has had surgery on her webbed toe. <laughs> and Malcolm is immediately uh, horny for her. Yeah. Hits on her. She thinks he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I would gross. love to see you riding that thing down a bumpy road towards me in a town where everyone is naked. And Karen <laughs> says, well, it's nice to meet a real gentleman for a change. <laughs> So, we're in the apartment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Karen is sitting there saying, just she's discussing her surgery and saying, thank you for not making me feel weird. Hey, dummy, what's with the idiot patch to Jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, it, it is very Karen of her and it's lovely. Um, and then Grace gets a phone call and she answers it and, it's, and she ducks down behind the counter in the kitchen real fast because it's mm-hmm. Tom. Oh, and no. she tells him, Leave me alone. Please stop this. I don't want this. And um, then she's like, oh, it was the uh, American Heart Association. They're vultures. They're relentless. Relentless. And Malcolm comes in and he's flirting with Karen and she asks him out. Absolutely. Of course she does. And he's like, well, I don't see why not. And Will says, are you sure? (laughs) What? Why would that maybe... Are Do you, you want to think about it? <laughs> That's what he says. Do you want to think about that? And he's got the freezer door open. I remember that very vividly. Um, and then Rosario does something that just charmed me. She pulls a Subway chicken parm out of her pocket. And mm-hmm. she tells Karen she's on her lunch break. Yeah. I'd rather be eating it over your grave. <laughs> she goes away. Uh-huh. Uh... And then Karen says, you know, be, having the surgery has made me feel a lot more compassion for people who are injured. And, and are in uh, pain, yeah. And are oh. in pain. And then on her way to the bathroom, she runs over Jack's toes. And, just, and then she is the best. <laughs> She's so said, funny. She runs over Jack toe, Jack's toes over the couch towards the kitchen. Then she turns to the back of the couch, headed towards the bathroom. And then she just slams into the bathroom door <laughs> and, and goes through so smoothly. She doesn't move at all. She just slams her scooter into the door. It bounces open. She goes through. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> it is like really. And you could tell it was like. This wasn't really rehearsed. This is not a thing. She's had, she's been working with the scooter for max two hours. Right. And she's just like, yep, I'm just going to keep driving. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I don't it's know if so someone was supposed funny. to be behind there opening the door. Maybe someone was, but she just bashed through it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And then Sean so. is fully breaking. Oh, yeah. On the yeah. couch. Well, that's happening. <laughs> so now Will pulls Malcolm out into the hallway again and explains uh, that he cannot date Karen because her husband is alive. And, and Malcolm. It's a conflict of interest, and this is my joke of the episode. Oh, please, please bring it on. <laughs> This is funny. Will Will tells him it's a conflict of interest. And the timing is beautiful. Malcolm says, ooh, conflict of interest. Somebody went to the University of Fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 
<laughs> it was a very good. It was really, really funny. And like the University of Fancy. <laughs> it's so funny because I don't know. I feel like they're like, even though he is a little bit doddering and a little bit silly and a little bit absurd in this role, there are still shades of Jack Donaghy because like he can't My not. My next note is literally, can we just uh, 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 ask me how many times I've tried to write Jack instead of Malcolm? <gasps> Funny. Oh my, yeah, that makes total sense. Also, one of the reviews I mentioned earlier that was like, didn't really like the episode was like, Alec Baldwin's immense talent is wasted as a guest star on this. Um, And he certainly will become one of the most enduring characters of the entire series. He clearly could handle his own entire series on NBC. And I was like, well, that was written in 2005. <laughs> wow. Oh, should we address, let's address that right now. Alec Baldwin, not great. No, no, not really great. But he's on this show and he's on it for a while. And so we won't beat a dead horse about it. No. It's, he is, you know, a very problematic person. Very like. Weird, weird wife. Weird wife, y'all. Wow. Uh, But we know that's not what you're here for, especially with uh, someone who is recurring like him. So. And like, look at. Am I, I don't know. No, I don't have anything to add. Carolyn said everything that's, that matters. This is, we're moving Carolyn, on, but we Carolyn agree. Carolyn said everything that matters. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> Tru- truly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't actually think that for anyone who is just finding us right now. <laughs> uh, no, no. But like, she is in charge. Um, uh, so, um, what happens then? Oh, but Will is still like, well, I'm still fucking quitting. And Malcolm's like, mm. Um, back inside the apartment. <laughs> the University of Fancy. <laughs> <sighs> Grace is clearly feeling torn. And as so, well she should. As well she should. Don't do this, people. Um, like, the wife, not that it matters, but Tom's wife is a perfectly nice woman who she knows and has met. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's somehow worse to me. And who has... Trusted Grace enough to, like, try to hire her for a job. And bought her a sandwich. And bought her a sandwich. It's a nice lady. Listen, you buy me a sandwich. We're friends for life. Look, at even if the person's not nice, don't be the person that their significant right. other is sleeping with. That um, was, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It just somehow yeah. makes it worse that she knows. And, yeah. Amen. Agreed. Um, so, uh, Grace is like, have you ever slept with a a person who was spoken for. And Jack is like, I am offended that you would even ask that. And she's like, oh, of course, of course, thinking that the answer is no. And he's like, of course I have. And um, basically, (laughs) he's... Oh, what is it? I forget. Uh, I'm I'm not going to get it right. I didn't write it down. But he says something like, no, I grab him and I throw his wedding ring on the table and i swing it around until dawn swing on it till dawn that's yeah that's right that's right and that that was another laugh out loud moment for me and also for deborah messing (laughs) also for deborah messing yeah she also thought that was quite funny um uh so these two these two these two one-on-one scenes with grace and jack are just gold i because they laugh at each other and it is so it's so charming and it's not as if like we know that they're breaking we know they're breaking 
but they're also laughing at each other's jokes because they're both being funny. So it somehow works. Um, Another thing that I read about in the Wikipedia article that I read about this, or page that I read about this episode, is how terrified the cast all were. Because, like... Really? mm -hmm, Apparently, like, they all had their own individual concerns, um, uh, primarily around the script getting locked. Because they were like, our writers are notorious for changing everything right up until we're on set, which you and I witnessed. Yes. And we would really like for them to lock the script like 24 just give us 24 hours yeah and they obviously did not do that like well no um and uh also because it was live james burroughs wasn't allowed to be on the floor on the stage with them he had to be up in a booth calling cues um and deborah apparently gasped really loudly when they said that because she's like i need my director on set and like well, just yeah, imagine, imagine even doing this all imagine. right terrifying i was in a play for one night last week oh that's another thing i did my summer vacation i was in a play oh, i yeah, was in a play. play for one night and remembering just i had a lot of time to prepare the script was not ever changing and just that much i was terrified yeah. terrified i mean i'm not a working professional like these people are but like just i mean imagine and, and it's like, oh, and also you're going to be live to something ridiculous, like 21 million viewers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like live, live. We go live to at least like 12 people a week. Oh, routinely, and, honey. And it's like a lot. <laughs> no, thank I mean, you. That's really scary. They, But like they were, the cast was like, <clears throat> we had a great time and we are thrilled that it's over. Yeah, like, that's really nerve wracking. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I mean, we have a little something tomorrow that I'm uh, uh, not going to sleep over tonight. Oh, so. honey, I'm planning to lose sleep. Planning I am not to going to sleep sleep. tonight. There's no yeah. fucking way. <laughs> uh, tune in in a couple weeks to yeah. see what we're talking about. Um, so, um, Jack has convinced her that she should go for it. It's going to be fun. And so she calls Tom and she's like, let's go for it. Let's do it. Fully and exuberant, hit- like, a, like a, like, I don't know. What is she... I mean, I, I like, just, she's really like excited about it. She's too excited about it. She's too, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Will I, comes you back know what? In. That is that is the one moment of the show that I think they might not have kept because she was very over the top about it, and I feel like someone would have said, "Pull it back there." So, um, apparently, one other joke that was not kept was the um, the George Bush joke. Whenever Grace says like. I'm just doing things without thinking. Oh, I'm George Bush. Oh, I'm George Bush. Yeah, that was yeah. great. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it too, but they did not keep it for both versions of the both airings. That's too bad. Um so it's weird that she's calling in to like schedule her affair. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> like that whole phone call was weird to me. Anyway, yeah. so <clears throat> Will comes in and says Malcolm can't be trusted, and they go through a whole shtick. Of, you know, Grace saying, Malcolm can't be trusted. There, I said it. I, and like and then, Grace saying what Will has just said. And, yeah, and, and Jack doing yeah. the same thing. It's it's, And he finally stomps his little foot and says, I'm the one making dramatic pronouncements here. <laughs> and then Karen wheels herself out and stops. And I think Grace says, well, someone has to tell Karen. And so she says, tell Karen what? And he does. Mm-hmm. 
And she just, like, Megan Mullally is the star of this program. Yep. Because what she does next is exactly what, have, what would have made it into the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and 100%. It really feels like she knows the stage better than the others. I mean, Sean Hayes is obviously an incredible stage actor. All, but, all of them are. But she yeah. has something. Right, that there they is don't. something. Yeah, there is some. There is some sort of contained inner. I am on the stage performing live that she had that the other three did not. Maybe. Well, I mean, Eric did a wonderful job. Um, but <clears> but he you're didn't right. Break it is, it, all, it is but... a very like quiet and yeah. measured, but but goddamn brilliant. Yes. Uh, uh, it, it's it's really hard to describe. Um. But yeah, she she ingests the information that Will has told her and then gives it a couple of beats and just starts cackling. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. And Malcolm comes in and he's like, what a beautiful cackle. Right. (laughs) And then Karen goes out. Malcolm yells at Will about a threat. He threatens him on the way out. Mm -hmm. Oh, Will, you kill me. One day I'll have to return the favor. Yeah. So, um, we're back out in the hallway again, I guess. I don't remember this part very well. Um, oh, yes, I do. Will, sa- Will, Malcolm tells Will he's going to get majorly assassinated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Will realizes, because of his use of dumb words, that he he's in no danger. No one's in any danger. Malcolm just wants to sleep with Karen. And Malcolm's like, I just want to know if I have a future. And he's like, you've known her for two minutes. And that's basically right. it. Yeah. Also, there's... Did we pass the Tom DeLay joke? The shredding Tom DeLay's? No, not yet. Um, okay. Um, uh, so back inside the apartment, Grace is like, okay, I've got these two kinds of lingerie. What should I wear? And Jack is like, I do not give a fuck about women's lingerie. I don't know what sticks out. <laughs> That's exactly what he said you know, on yeah. a live. <laughs> on a live, live television show. Yeah. I don't get a fuck. On NBC. <laughs> um, and Jack kind of comes clean. He's like, look, I don't think you should go through with this. I think you're too good for it. And I have a secret to tell you. She's a woman of quality, he says. She's a, uh-huh. Isn't that sweet? I love this little joke that em- emerges here where, yeah. where Jack is like, look, we're the moral center of our little group, right? <laughs> yes. Whenever Will or Karen pull off one of their crazy shenanigans, we look at each other and we just kind of shrug. <laughs> and they break. And they break. Um, there's a lot of breaking in this scene. Actually. And this is this is the scene where Sean helps Deborah, right? Where yeah. she's 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 she kind of repeats a line a couple of times. I think it's like I love it, I love it. So, yeah, or, yeah. Or he did. I don't remember. It's very short. And and <clears throat> Sean just picks up her little lingerie and wiggles it a little bit. And he's like, Oh yeah, but tell me about this. How do you feel about this now? Uh huh. And uh-huh. it is just the sweetest moment where he brings a fellow performer back to herself. Back to one, and she just she moves right on. It is so sweet and brilliant. It is like really, really beautiful to have an ensemble who has each other's backs like that. It's so important, yeah, and it's so nice to see. Um, he's never cheated. It turns out, never, because he's never done it. Why? He is also a woman of quality, indeed. Which he tries to get out twice. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a good joke. <laughs> It's a very funny joke, and they're breaking the whole time, and it's very cute. And he's like, while we're telling secrets, I want you to know that 
I didn't actually get glitter. I don't have a GRI, a glitter-related injury. There's also he, a good Mariah Carey joke somewhere in here that we, we skipped, but it's good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. About glitter, her film debut. Um, and Jack lifts up. <laughs> <laughs> Jack lifts up his eye patch. <laughs> and he has burned off his eyebrow. Or rather, <laughs> singed off his eyebrow. They laugh so uncontrollably. They yeah, cannot they really hold it together. Grace uh, has I, I tears counted in her eyes. It, and I, my note is they fully break for an entire minute. It is an entire Oh, my minute. God. I mean, and it's worth it. it it's so it's yummy to watch. So, and the audience is laughing so hard because it's hysterical. It's funny. And, and the, well, that's what I'm talking about with their breaking, too, is like this is a moment where if you came to me wearing an eye patch and then you took it off and you didn't have an eyebrow, mm-hmm. I would laugh for five entire minutes straight. Uh-huh. Yep. So it just, it plays right. It plays right. It works. It yep. works, honey. Um, So, uh, Grace is like, you know what? You're right. And um, th- we just, we leave it with them kind of giggling on the couch about Jack's singed off <laughs> um, eyebrow. Because he was singing and he was gesturing and his arm caught on fire and he singed yeah. off his eyebrow. Singed it off. <laughs> um, so this is where we go to the hallway. Malcolm says he'll come after Will's family, but it's a picture of the Partridge family. Mm-hmm. And he's he basically begs Will to let him go to dinner uh, just before he has to go back to D.C. and shred some documents. But he can't delay. It's a Tom DeLay joke. Tom DeLay, the House Majority Leader, <clears throat> Republican, shockingly, mm-hmm. Uh was convicted of money laundering and conspiracy and uh, not reporting his campaign finance right. So mm-hmm. that's cool. They just stay cool. Uh, yep. <laughs> they keep doing great things. Everything um, is super good right now. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're not going to go there because this is a happy fucking podcast, but yep. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh, Grace and Jack are trying to put Jack's eyebrow back on. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my and god. It's an upside down check mark. Megan comes back and she wheels into the apartment and says, you know, I have to know what's real. What happened here? And then when Sean turns around <laughs> with this painted on eyebrow. And he laughs, Deborah laughs, the audience is going insane. Karen Megan. Nope, she does. She Oh she does. Almost she has a moment. But she's looking at him, and she's twitching. But she's making allow it. Uh-huh. Damn right. And so she gives herself that two beats there mm-hmm. and says her line. Excuse me while I clack a fan for Megan yep. Mullally. Like, absolutely. But yeah, Deborah and Sean fully break because, I mean, they've lost it at this point. It is church laugh. It's church laugh. You can't yeah, you can't stop, stop it. It's it's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is And my God, nature. you know, honestly, that was probably their, like, biggest fear was not being able to get through it without doing something catastrophic and not that they did because it, again, it all worked. It the enhanced laughter. the, yeah, uh, the really viewing did. experience for me. I had a great a time fully. watching them. Yeah. It was so much fun watching them have fun at their job. Yeah, it's it's the Carol Burnett effect. Like, 
Part of what made watching that show so fun is that sometimes they break because what they're saying is really funny. Like, like you're human. It's okay to laugh at the thing. Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so Karen says that she and Will are the moral center of the group, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just doesn't believe that Stan is alive and then something very real happens. Rosario steps in and says, actually, Stan is alive. I've been sending him updates on you um, uh, for months. And Karen uh, pauses for a second. And she's like, okay, thank you for telling me. Rosie, you're fired. I never want to see you again. Let's go on our date, Malcolm. And they leave. Stan may be alive, but he's dead to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Her parting words. Um, and then, of course, we end on a joke. Jack says, Grace, I feel sad. Will you redo my eyebrow? <laughs> Will you flip my eyebrow upside down? <laughs> and it's great. It's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I love it. I loved it. And then over I the loved credits, this episode. Over the, over the, um, the ending song <laughs> yeah and they do a bow they do the bows we see the bows and then they pull out and we see where we sat and stuff um also i've realized that i forgot to give my fashion my fashion moment oh. is the breaking oh fabulous there's nothing more stylish than laughter okay okay honey. i mean like that was a reach but like everybody did look great except i really was bored by will's sweater um <laughs> Uh, I did get hung up on that. Um, anyway, great fucking episode. Great, great, Such great episode. Such a good episode. Everybody looked wonderful. Everybody did it so well. And like, it's really fascinating to hear you say that they were so nervous because it went off without a hitch. It really did. Oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I mean, so many terrible things could have happened with that scooter. <gasps> and she she maneuvered it perfectly. Like, yeah, dance the elevator doors. The elevator mm-hmm. doors could have not opened. Or... Like, literally anything could have happened, and it all went so well. And, like, it's just – I know uh, it was 15 I, I, years ago, but it's just nice to see. It was really it fun. Was, it was startlingly good. I mean, it was – so – and with that being said, I would like to start with my takeaway, if I may. Yeah, please do, because I don't have one. Oh, okay. My takeaway is that there is no substitute for live performance. So, get vaccinated. That so a girl. that we can have it again. Because – there is nothing like it. There is nothing There's in nothing this like world like live performance. There Period. Really End of story. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my God. You were so right. It was gorgeous. Oh, my God. I loved every second. And, yeah, I, I think I think my takeaway is your takeaway is live performance is everything. And mm-hmm. nothing it, in the world. Nothing in the world like it. Nothing. The ener- it, it's that energy. It's the energy of, mm-hmm. of feeling... Like you're in the room when it's a taping like this or being in a room uh, like you were last week. It it really is just, uh, yeah. It's magic. It is life-giving. It is, it is It is everything that we humans need. Yeah, I agree. To like... Yeah, and if you're anyway. if you're uh, if you're interested uh, in my new book, we mount a whole ass new musical. So if you're girl, that's something you want to do. It's also gay. So <laughs> read that big gay book. It's great. 
Um, Thanks, babe. Uh, so, yeah, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash vodka. We only have a few months of this podcast left. You could throw us a little cash. Yeah, you could. If you like this. And another thing that you can do, if Patreon's not an option, totally fine, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and share. Spread the word. We've got, you know, like like we said, 24-ish more episodes, and um, we want to share them with the world. We want to, we wanna, you know, spread the good news far and wide about Will and Grace. Um, Grace B. Also, thank you to Julie G, Natalie G, and Nikki B., and Jennifer D for our for their continued patronage. I forget yeah. how we do this. Me too. I, I totally job. skipped a line. Uh, but PG Hanky, thank you for our theme music. It's as beautiful as it ever was. And Sasha Gartson. Sasha Gartson. We love you. You're our executive producer. Um, <laughs> is that how credits work? You are our executive producer. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on being our executive producer. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Follow us at Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter or follow us at Certainly David and at Care Says So. I am six followers away from 1,000. On you guys give David his six followers. I think follow I have me. like 112. So follow me, and if you do, I will give you a fan clack. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, season eight, honey. You ready? Season eight, babe. Let's do it. All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>